Welcome to Horror Stories, the podcast by Dennis. Hi, I'm your host, Dennis, and this is Horror Stories. Hello, guys, and welcome to my podcast, Horror Stories. If you clicked on this, then it means you want to hear me tell scary stories and have fun by the campfire. If this is correct, then you're in the right place. And if not, then come sit by the fire anyway and join us for a spooky night around the campfire. Hi, you guys. Long time no see. I know I haven't posted in a very long time, but that's because I've been very busy. You know, the coronavirus? Yeah, that. It's been getting me off track and it's harder for me to be doing things. Now I'm here and ready to create... Oh my god, I cannot talk today. Create another episode for you guys to listen to. I hope this is going to be better than the last ones because I actually listened to my old episodes and they sound very bad. I've been practicing with trying out new things and I think this time it might be better. At first, I was going to delete all the old episodes, but then I realized that you guys have already listened to all of those episodes. So what would be the point of deleting them if you guys have already listened to them? So inevitably, me being stupid, I went ahead and deleted all of them so I could do slant slate clean. Even though they could be in Canada somewhere. Just imagine if you guys could see me and they'd be like, some random guy at Target comes up to me and goes, Hey, I know you. You're that kid from the podcast. But you see, the thing is, literally nobody would do that because you guys don't even learn what they look like. Or do you? I don't know. I know that because all my episodes make you want to fall asleep. How I know this is because I'm listening to them right now and it's making me want to go to sleep. I promise this time it should be better now. Okay, let's get into this. So today we are going to look at a story from this person named Nora. It's called Homesick. It was a night like any other. My brother was sitting on the counter eating ice cream as my mother kept telling him to get off of it. He wouldn't ever listen until she came after him with a flip-flop. But of course, then he still wouldn't listen and got in big trouble. Me and him were fairly close, and just when I thought we were good best friends, things took a dramatic turn. I have no idea what happened during these past few weeks, but what I do know is something to control of my brother. Earlier. Why can't you get off? Why, why can't you do anything I ask you to, Jacob? You're always on that stupid phone. Get off the counter! My mother yelled at him as he was sitting up there doing his work. Why can't you sit at the table? She was mad at him for not listening, as always. He eventually got off the counter and went in his room. I didn't see him come out for the rest of the night. Me and my brother were very close, and he would tell me everything. We shared each other's secrets and never told a soul about him. The next day, we went into school. A new student arrived halfway into the school year. Now, this was very surprising considering no one new came to this town. So since Jacob was a popular student, he went up to her and greeted her as soon as she came to school. And inevitably, she smiled back. Oh boy, here we go. Another one bites the dust. One of my friends said to me as she walked up to me, What are you talking about? I asked her as I put my hands on straps in my book bag. Well, she says, another girl has already fallen for your brother. And she only met him two seconds ago, she laughs and then gives a glare at the newbie. You see, my brother wasn't the type to be in a stay-in relationship. Most of the girls in my school wanted a stay-in relationship. He wasn't going to do that with anyone. I would know, because that's my brother. 
If he wouldn't do this with any other person, then he wasn't going to do this with her. I shook my shoulders to my friend and walked to class with her. How long do you think this will last for him? She asked me. I don't know. Let's give it about two weeks. Not considering that you only last one day, I said to her. Very funny. Okay. She says we walked to class. About a week later, I see Jacob in his room on his bed talking to someone on his phone. I thought in my mind that it was another one of his hoes, and I walked away from it. I had no idea who it really was. At dinner time, he took his food up to his room and continued talking to the same person. My mother tried to ask him to come down here with us, and he said no. He never did this to us. Something was up. The next day at school, I went up to Jacob and asked him why he wasn't talking to me. He then said he didn't have to and then told me to leave him alone and that what he did was none of my business. After school that day, the new girl came up to me yelling, saying to stay away from her man and that I was trying to take him from her. I then explained to her that I was his sister and then she got even madder when I said I lived with him. She tried to hit me, but I backed up from her and missed. I then swung at her and hit her so hard she fell on the ground holding her head. My brother came rushing over to his side, and I got in trouble for it. He asked me why I hurt her, and I said because she hit me first. Of course, him being the dumb one, he didn't believe me, so I needed hard evidence. Even though I didn't get suspended for hitting her because my mother pulled some strings for me so I could have an education, I couldn't get the hard evidence I needed without losing a little. As I kept telling him over and over again, he still wouldn't believe me. I feared that this girl was going to take my brother away from me and I couldn't do anything about it. I was going to lose my brother. This went on for about two weeks. The continuous shutting everyone else out and it was bad. He didn't really talk to any of us and we didn't speak to him. I decided enough was enough and I was going to go in his room tonight and talk to him. I wasn't going to be treated this way. When nightfall came, I went in his room and started going all off when I saw this thing in the mirror. It wasn't human, I can tell you. It was an Asian girl with black hair and a veil over her face. He was standing in front of it, and there was clearly no one beside him. But when I looked in the mirror, it looked like that new girl that told me to stay away from my brother. Oh my, thank you, Nora, for sharing that story with us today. The expression in it was quite thrilling. In your submission, it says that your brother went into a coma that day and you can never figure out why. I hope you get everything sorted out there and I'm so sorry about your brother. This next story is called, is one of my, I don't even know. This next story is one by someone named Cam. It's called College. It was my 19th birthday. I had graduated from high school not too long ago and I needed to go to college. My mother had hated this idea and she didn't want me to go. I got accepted in a college in New Hampshire and that was very far away. The more you think about it, the more you realize that I was her only child and she didn't want me to leave her. So I understood her point of view, but I didn't want to stay with my mother the rest of my life. I mean, who would want to stay with their mother or father the rest of their lives? Some people do, but that just wasn't me. I had to go to college and succeed. In her early years, she had left her schooling to pursue another dream of hers. But in this day and age, that just wouldn't work. I needed to go to school and become something of this world, and she didn't understand that. 
I always discussed with her when I was supposed to go, and she kept saying she didn't want me to go near that college because it was too dangerous. <sighs> no, honey, going around New Hampshire is very bad at this time of year. Too many poker faces out there. Why can't you stay with your mama? She made hot chocolate. Come sit with me, my mother said, gesturing at the fire. She was covered up with a blanket and a cup of hot cocoa. No, why won't you tell me why New Hampshire is a bad place? What happened there that made it so bad? What are you hiding from me? I said to her in agony. Her voice trailed off as she said something. What? I asked her. I said, that's where your father lives. She sighed. The reason she didn't want me to go to New Hampshire was because my dad lived there. She didn't want me to... She didn't want him to... She didn't want him to take me from her. I understood now. Mama is fine. I never even met my dad, so why would I care about him? <laughs> she whimpers in that. You will get to know him, then you won't come back home and see me. You won't ever want to see me again after you find out. Her voice trails off. What does she mean by that? Mom, what are you talking about? She looks up at me and then back at the fire she sips on her cup. I did some very bad things when I was with your father and he left me because of those things. I can't risk you finding out what those things are. Then you won't come back. Now I was very interested in what she did. It couldn't be that bad, could it? I mean, like, that's my mom we're talking about. I've known her for a long time and it's not like she would kill someone or something. Too bad, Mom. I'm still going. I'm over 18 now, and you can't stop me. Now, the real reason I wanted to go was to find out what she'd done. Skip a few, say, months, and she still wouldn't open up to me. On the day of my so-called supposed-to-be departure, she stopped me at the door and told me to sit down. Mom, I don't have time to sit down. He's waiting for me. She said, shh, just, I think it's time you knew what happened. Was she finally going to tell me what happened? What she did? Okay, I'm listening. Okay then, son. It was 1990, a time like no other. The birds were singing and the trees had fresh air. I was on my way to the airport with your father at the time. I was very tired and could not focus on driving. Your father kept telling me that I needed to pull over and let him drive. But with his driving, my anxiety wouldn't let me do that. I kept going despite what he said, and a little while later, I swerved off the road and hit your grandfather, who was out walking his dog at the time. I hit him and killed him, and your father left me when he died in the hospital three days later. Wow, Mom, I said to her. Yeah, now go on to your father. Wait, I, I know that's not the full story, is it? Yes, it is, son, she says quickly. Now your auntie's waiting on you, please go. I did as I was told, and I left for my father. When I got in the car, my aunt looked very suspicious and at me what, asked me what was up. I then told her what I heard about my mother and father, and she said, Oh, honey, that's not the entire story. Your mother didn't kill anyone. What? What did I just hear out of my aunt's mouth? Some kind of family conspiracy? Yeah, your mother didn't kill anyone. She smiles at me looking at the steering wheel. If she didn't kill him... Then who did? I asked her patiently. She replies with, your father killed him, of course. No way. Yes way. Your father was jealous of her work. In doing so, he applied to get rid of his father. He wanted the wealth and fortune that he had, but his father never let him touch any of his money, even as a child. 
So he got mad and one day they were going out and he drugged your mother and he took the steering wheel and hit his father head on. He died in the hospital from some overdose but they never figured out why. Wow, how do you know all that? And I'm going to a killer's house right now? Actually, you've been with the killer the entire time. What are you talking about? I asked my aunt. She then replies with, I was in the car at the time when this happened and I knew all about it. I knew it was going to happen and I did nothing. I'm the true killer. Auntie, I say as my voice trailed off, you're no killer. If you were a killer, then your mother... <laughs> then my mother would be dead. Well, about that, she says, looking at me with a sly look on her face. She was mad this morning. What? What? By, what, what, by who? By your father, of course. I had to get you out of there before he came for you too, darling. Then where are we going? To your father's house. Wh why? No, your stepdad. Your actual father. The one that left your mother after she got with your stepdad. Which dad? <sighs> okay, your stepdad is the one that killed his dad. And your real dad is the one we're going to now. We and we are already here, so unbuckle, she says to me. This was, all, this was happening so fast and I didn't know what to do. She pulls up in his driveway and we see this man who's wearing all black. What the? My aunt says, looking through the windshield. That's not... That's your stepdad. What is he doing here? My stepdad? My, my killer stepdad is here? Yes, that's him. Okay. That was something. Well, um, that's going to do it for tonight's episode. And when I mean tonight, I mean in the morning because I, and, um, I did this, I did this last night and then I just decided to record it in the morning. So that's why I've been talking really quiet. And by the way, guys, don't forget to check out my, mine and my sister's other podcast link in the description and you won't regret it because all we do there is act like maniacs. So yeah, thank you guys for sticking around and joining me on this glorious night. We're glorious morning. I hope you stick around for another episode, which is tomorrow night. So, yeah, unless I fall asleep, which we can't have that. Because, like, what what kind of person what kind of person lets you guys down? Like, you're my fam. Like, I, I can't do that to you. And what I mean tonight and what I mean tomorrow, I mean tonight. I'm just going to go ahead and start um, getting in submissions from this morning as well. And then I'm going to that and schedule that to be posted tonight well thank you guys so much for joining me i know i'm saying this again well um stick around for another episode tonight bye oh thank you